It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane. So shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome back, everybody, to Rams Up, your favorite L.A. Rams podcast. You can also follow us on YouTube. Got some great video content our youtube handle is at la rams up you can follow us on instagram as well i'm your host mark let's get to it welcome back ram fans to rams up your favorite la rams podcast getting this dropped a day late because the rams play a day late monday night in frigid Green Bay. Get through some notes first, and then we'll be on to our Packer Ram preview and our Rams Up straight up game picks for this week. The Rams have waived outside linebacker Terrell Lewis. Now, remember, he tore his ACL before his junior year in college, took a redshirt medical season. And then the Rams draft him 84th overall in the third round of the 2020 draft. He originally was expected to go much higher, but then the injury. So the thought process, I assume, was, hey, let's let this guy get healthy, bring him along slowly, and in year two or three, we're really going to get a return on our third round draft pick. And there were times where Terrell Lewis looked like he was going to be an impact player but just could not consistently contribute and also continued to get dinged up, missed a lot of games, inactive pretty often, and the Rams finally give up on him. Finishes his Ram career with six sacks, 
What made this especially surprising was the fact they just waived Justin Hollins recently, another outside linebacker. So three of their top four outside linebackers from last year, Vaughn Miller, Justin Hollins, and Terrell Lewis, out the door. So who do we have now? Still have Leonard Floyd, Michael Hoyt, the 300-pound outside linebacker, I guess, and then Daniel Hardy. They got some guys on the practice squad they can rotate in as well. Keir Thomas has been getting some playing time. But Terrell Lewis, no longer a Ram. Rams save over $1 million in cap space this year and next. Lewis was not going to be a free agent until 2024. Rams decide to move on now. Maybe they like what they see in Hoyt and Daniel Hardy and maybe even Keir Thomas. Why keep Terrell Lewis around if he's not going to be getting any defensive snaps? And when he does, not really contributing that much. Still a bit of a surprise. Didn't see it coming, but maybe we should have. Baker Mayfield wins the NFC Offensive Player of the Week award, and rightfully so. Have not been a lot of bright moments for Rams players this year. This might be the first award we've earned all year, if I'm not mistaken. But Baker Mayfield arrives on Tuesday night and leads the Rams to an amazing win on Thursday night. 98-yard game-winning drive. Kudos to Baker Mayfield. He deserves it. Rams claimed another player off the waiver wire, defensive tackle Lorel Murchison, a Titans fifth-round pick in 2020 out of North Carolina State. 6'2", 297, two-plus seasons in Tennessee, 15 total tackles, two for a loss, in 26 career games, five starts. With Marquise Copeland struggling with that high ankle sprain and... Aaron Donald, not sure what's going on with him. I suspect he will not play Monday night, would be my guess. Needed to add somebody. Currently, they have Greg Gaines, Bobby Brown III, Jonah Williams on the roster, and now Murchison. And then, of course, they can pull up Ernest Brown IV, TJ Carter, and Zach Van Falkenberg. Haven't seen him yet, but I suspect it will be Gaines, Brown, Williams, and Murchison on Monday night. And hey, if Aaron Donald plays, that'll just be a bonus. Injury reports coming out a day late for the Rams as well because of that Monday night game. Not practicing or limited on Thursday. Brian Allen, Copeland we already mentioned, Trevin Howard, Ernest Jones, Robert Rochelle, David Long, John Wolford, and Aaron Donald. And yeah, it's going to be cold in Green Bay. Tyler Higby and Bobby Wagner both proclaiming Hey, we're not wearing sleeves. We don't care how cold it gets. Their reasoning is, it goes something like this. Uh, The faster they can get the play over with and get to the sideline to the heaters, the better. So no sleeves for those dudes. And uh, can't say I would be following suit. I'd probably be wearing two layers of thermals if it was me. Going to be cold in Green Bay and everybody deals with it differently, I guess. Some NFL notes. Hey, how about this? Tyreek Hill is the only player in the Super Bowl era to record a TD in each of the following ways. Receiving, rushing, kick return, punt return, and now a fumble return. And that leads me to a sports pet peeve. I haven't done one in quite a while, and this is just a little one, and it's a fantasy football pet peeve. So in Yahoo, anyways, you can check a box that allows a player to get awarded Six points for what Tyreek Hill did. 
scoring a touchdown on a fumble recovery. However, they don't get the yardage. 57-yard fumble return for a touchdown. He gets six points, not the 5.7 or whatever else he would get. And my reasoning on this is if you're going to give him the six points, why not the yardage too? And I wouldn't be surprised if Yahoo made that change. There's no option for that currently, at least that I could find. And yes, I am a last place commissioner. Last place, but defending champion. Got to add that. Kind of mirrored the Rams over the last two seasons, actually. More quarterbacks going down. Now it's Kyler Murray and Russell Wilson. It got me thinking, how many quarterbacks are out at this point? And I went back and looked. There are 14 opening day quarterbacks that will most likely not be playing this weekend. In the NFC West alone, you have Matthew Stafford, Trey Lance, and Kyler Murray all out. Starting quarterbacks in the NFC West this weekend, Baker Mayfield, Brock Purdy, and Colt McCoy. Who would have guessed that 15 weeks ago? In the NFC South, you got three quarterbacks out. Mariota benched Winston He got hurt, and I think he's physically ready to play, but they're not bringing him back. And, hey, Baker Mayfield, benched by the Panthers, now starting for the Rams. The other NFC starting quarterbacks on opening day that are now missing, Carson Wentz and Justin Fields in the AFC. Russell Wilson hurt. Zach Wilson benched. Matt Ryan, well, he's actually on again, off again. I think he's actually starting this weekend. Brissett, replaced by Deshaun Watson, and Trubisky started for the Steelers, was replaced, came back because of injury. I suspect if Pickett is ready to go, Trubisky will be benched again, so I'm counting him and Lamar Jackson. And it could be 15 if David Mills' thumb is not ready to go on Sunday. That's all we have for our opening segment. We'll be back with our Rams-Packers preview And then, of course, our Rams Up Straight Up game picks. And a reminder, follow us on Instagram. Get on our YouTube channel. Subscribe and like some of those videos. Our handle is at LA Rams Up. Got some good content there. Some good YouTube shorts and longer videos. And our podcasts are available there as well. Back in a second. Let's preview this Rams-Packers game. Packers come in with a one-game edge on the Rams. 48 wins, 47 losses, and two ties. Packers have won seven of the last eight. The last time they played, November 28th of last year, Packers 36-28 to over the Rams. Memorable games. I always go back to that October 28th game, 2018 the Rams 29, the Packers 27. That was the game where Aaron Rodgers and the Packers were set to get the ball back, down two with two minutes left, but Ty Montgomery decided to run the ball out of the end zone, fumbled, the Rams recovered, and stayed unbeaten at that point, improving to 8-0, and and Aaron Rodgers was besides himself. Just give me the ball at the 25 I'll drive this team down for a field goal, and we go home with a win. Ty Montgomery, however, had other ideas. Head coach Matt LaFleur, the Rams' old assistant. Key players, well, you got to start with Aaron Rodgers. 
and his new favorite receiver, Alan Lazard, and the rookie, Christian Watson, has been doing really well. On the defensive side, Kenny Clark out of UCLA, one of the best interior defensive linemen in the league, and cornerback Jari Alexander, he's also one of the best at his position. He plays very well against the Rams usually, and Rashawn Gary leading the team with six sacks. Key draft picks the Packers reeled in this year. Linebacker Quay Walker out of Georgia leads the team in tackles. He was a first-round pick, number 22 overall. Christian Watson, we already mentioned him, out of North Dakota State, second round, number 34 overall. So they hit on both of those. And Kingsley Enagbear, if I'm pronouncing that right, linebacker out of South Carolina in the fifth round is getting lots of playing time. Ram Connections, we already talked about their head coach, Lafleur. Joe Barry and Jerry Gray, both on their staffs. Barry spent four seasons with the Rams, 2017 through 2020, and Jerry Gray, one of the better cornerbacks to ever wear a Ram uniform. And Justin Hollins, we talked a little bit about him in the opening, waived by the Rams last month and claimed by the Packers on November 24th, and he's been getting on the field, has compiled three tackles over two games. And X-Ram Sammy Watkins is on the roster, actually on injured reserve at the moment. Look at some stats. You know, this Packer team is not the Packer team that we've seen over the last few years. Offensively, they're middle of the road, 346 yards per game. They don't really specialize in anything. Middle of the road, rushing and passing, although they do have Aaron Rodgers. And on defense, below average overall, actually. Pretty good against the pass. That has a lot to do with Jari Alexander. Defending the run, not so great. Third worst, giving up 154 yards per game. Last odds I saw were the Packers by 7.5. That sounds a tad much, in my opinion. There's the Baker-Mayfield factor. You would hope improved quarterback play will keep the Rams in some of these games moving forward, give them a real shot to win at the end like we saw against the Raiders. Well, you got to talk about the weather when you're talking about Green Bay, right? Uh, This does not look good. The high on Wednesday was 39 degrees, and it starts dropping. 36 on Thursday, 29 on Friday, Saturday 28 degrees, Sunday 21. Monday, a low of 2 and a high of 16. So that... That's not going to be a fun trip for the Rams, but, you know, it's not going to be a fun outing for the Packers either. And you have to wonder, someone like Aaron Donald, you know, maybe he's not quite up to coming back yet when it's 15 degrees at game time. So what have the Packers been doing this year? They come in with a 5-8 and eight record, just one better than the Rams. They started out 3-1, and one, went on a five-game losing streak losing to the Giants, Jets, Commanders, Bills, and Lions. Then they beat the Cowboys to improve to 4-6. and six. Then they lost the Titans and Eagles before beating the Bears. They always beat the Bears. They're coming off their bye. The Rams are coming off a Thursday night game, so they'll be well-rested. And you have to wonder how big of an advantage that is for the Packers preparing for two weeks. They spent the first week not preparing for Baker Mayfield, right? This is going to be a significantly different offense 
than the Rams have presented over the first 12, 13 weeks, right? So maybe that's not much of an advantage for the Packers. Could actually be an advantage to the Rams. Sean McVay having 11 days to do some game planning and play development with Baker Mayfield and guys like Tutu Atwell, Brandon Powell, and Van Jefferson. At least we hope that's the case. My fearsome four keys to the game. Fearsome key number one is don't get off to a slow start. It's going to be cold. Lambeau is going to be crazy. The crowd's going to be jacked up. Let's at least keep it close early. Stay in the game. Don't let the Packers jump out to an early lead and get that crowd all excited. Here's some key number two. We got to run the ball and run it a lot. It's going to be cold. It's a weak run defense, and we've started to move the ball on the ground much better. We got to continue that. We can't expect to throw the ball all over the park in the cold with Baker Mayfield. Not a good plan. Let's run the ball, be productive, and maybe a little less Cam Akers and more Kyron Williams. I'd like to see that. Williams out of Notre Dame. This cold shouldn't be a big deal to him, right? Fearsome key number three, just avoid catastrophic plays. That cold weather can cause fumbles, tipped passes. Lots of things can go wrong. We just don't want them to go wrong in a really big way. Limit those big mistakes. Don't give away any free points. Don't give up great field position to this Aaron Rodgers-led offense for one. And for some key number four, we're going to need some solid defensive line play with so many guys out. Need some guys to step in. They have been playing pretty well. Jonah Williams, Copeland, he's probably going to be out. Michael Hoyt playing on the outside. Greg Gaines, he has been on. they got to continue playing well up front. Now, the linebackers in the secondary, I'm not too worried about. The defensive line, they really stepped up against the Raiders, asking them to do it two weeks in a row against a decent team like the Packers in a hostile environment and really cold weather. Can they bring it again? Probably without Aaron Donald, I'm guessing. That's going to be key. These guys have to come out and put together another really good performance. My prediction, Rams 27, Packers 23. Yeah, I'm picking the Rams to pull this out. They are actually the better team, even with all these guys out. Defense has not been getting the respect that they deserve. This Baker Mayfield-led offense with Van Jefferson, Tutu Atwell, Ben Skaronic starting to perform. Hey, maybe Tyler Higby will step up. Haven't seen him contribute in a big way in a long time. Hey, I'm going to go out and let him. You know what? Tyler Higby has a big game and actually gets a touchdown too. So that's what I got for you. Rams 27, Packers 23. The Rams solidify their grasp on third place. Not sure if that's a good thing at this point. Should we be rooting for a fourth place schedule? Ah, I want the win. Rams 27, Packers 23. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is my go-to when betting on the NFL this holiday season. Right now, everyone can earn up to a 100% boost with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. And if you're looking for a Week 12 same-game parlay, how about this one? Right now, Texans plus 7 against the Dolphins. The over-under is 45. The Texans have the worst rush defense in the league, giving up 181 yards per game. 
First of all, I think the Texans plus seven is a good bet. And I think we're going to go with the under on that point total of 45 for a couple of reasons. Both teams are going to try to run the ball. That'll shorten the game. Damian Pierce has a good chance of slicing and dicing this Dolphin defense. So both teams are going to be running the ball. So take the under on the point total. Take the Texans plus seven. And I'm going to say take Mostert over on the rushing yardage. He's going to get plenty of action against this Texans defense. And how about this? If you download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code TPPN, place a $5 bet on any NFL team to win their game, you get $150 in free bets if they do. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code TPPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Let's get into our week 15 Rams up straight up game picks. Last week did a little bit better. Pete Prisco and I both went eight and five. Lorenzo and Mike Florio both went six and seven. And how did that happen? Well, I was the only one that picked the Rams, of course. Pete was the only one that picked the Lions. You know, I swore off the Lions after week five or six, even though I'm one of their biggest boosters. Got to get back on their train, I guess. I was also the only one that picked the Ravens over the Steelers, and Pete was the only one that picked the Chargers over the Dolphins. Other than that, we pretty much matched each other pick for pick. And where does that leave us? That leaves Mike in the lead with 134 correct, Lorenzo 133, Pete 127, and I bring up the rear right now at 124, just under 60%. And in my defense, it really comes down to all those Rams picks, all those games where I am obliged to pick the Rams, and it's bit me this year. So what about Week 15, 49ers at the Seahawks? I think that's going to be a little bit closer than you expect, but the 49ers will win. Dolphins at the Bills. The Dolphins and Tua really struggled last week. Now they travel to the northeast to play Buffalo, and the Bills will win that game. Ravens at the Browns, still rolling without Lamar Jackson. Ravens will beat the Browns. Browns could pull off the upset, but I'll stick with Baltimore. Colts at the Vikings. Vikings are in really good shape to win that division, but they got to get back on track, and I think they will against the Colts. Falcons at the Saints. Falcons starting that rookie quarterback for the first time. That's a tough draw to play that Saints defense in your NFL debut. I'll take the Saints. Giants at the Commanders. Commanders coming off a bye. The loser of this game is going to be in trouble. The winner has a shot at making the playoffs a real shot. Commanders at home, I will take them. Steelers at the Panthers. Panthers, one of the more difficult teams to figure out. Played really well against the Seahawks. Steelers are always tough. Could go either way on this one. I'm going to take the home team when in doubt the home team, right? Eagles at the Bears. As long as the Eagles don't take the day off, this should be an easy win. Chiefs at the Texans. Kind of the same story. Don't take the Texans for granted, but the Chiefs will win that game. Cowboys at the Jags. This is a game I could see the Cowboys losing outright, but I think that was a wake-up call last week. 
and they'll be ready to play and beat the Jags. Lions at the Jets. Now, this game is as big as any this weekend. Both teams come in as the number nine seed in their respective conferences. The Jets, seven and six, along with the Chargers chasing the Patriots, who are seven and six and the number seven seed at the moment. The Lions, six and seven, behind the Seahawks, seven and six. Both of them are chasing the Giants and the Commanders, who are seven, five, and one. Now, this is the thing about this game. I've been telling you how impressed I've been with Jared Goff and the Lions, especially last week, torching that Viking zone defense that was without one of their better players in the secondary, Harrison Smith. Now they go up against the Jets, and this is a different beast here. The Jets' pass defense, fourth best in the league. Their defense, overall, third best in the league. This is not a good matchup for Jared Goff and the Lions, and I'm going to roll with the Jets in this one at home. But hey, if there's any Lions fans on board here, I don't think I've gotten the Lions game correct yet this year, so probably means the Lions are going to win. I'll go with the Jets, though. Cardinals at the Broncos. Kyler Murray versus Russell Wilson. Oh, actually, no. Colt McCoy versus Brett Ripien. I'm going to take the Broncos, the home team. The better defense. Titans at the Chargers. Another really interesting game. Chargers maybe finding their groove. They looked really good on all fronts against the Dolphins at home again. I'll take the Chargers. Bengals at the Buccaneers. Buccaneers are trash, to be honest with you. And the Bengals are finding their mojo too. I'll take the Bengals, who could find themselves back in the Super Bowl. Patriots at the Raiders. Raiders, man, coming off that painful loss. Had 11 days to think about it. Patriots coming off a pretty solid win against the Cardinals. Who's got something to play for here? The Patriots do. And I'm going to take the Patriots. Rams at Packers. Our Rams will roll with Baker Mayfield in the house. Got to be in the 20s or 30s, but Rams will be rolling in this one. Can't wait to see it. Rams over Packers. That's my week 15 Rams up straight up picks. And I got to make up some ground. And this might be the week. There's going to be a lot of divergence on picks this week. A lot of these games could go different ways. Giants, Commanders, Steelers, Panthers. Man, you go down the list, I could differ on seven or eight games with my rivals as far as week 15 straight up picks. That's going to do it this episode remember you can reach us at ramsuppodcast at gmail.com visit our website at ramsup.com and don't forget about our youtube channel our handle is at laramsup.com until next time keep the horns up stay safe and have fun out there music courtesy of the youtube audio library tracks featuring bar crawl by track tribe Buckeye Banzai by Vans in Japan and Crimson Fly by Hamama.